0: Take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 5. I know you think we're going backwards in Matthew. Well, we are. (laughs) And we'll probably circle back around to this in a couple of weeks, because this is important. And and it fits in with our message of today. Matthew chapter 5. I have the small font today, so bear with me. Matthew chapter 5, starting in verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, before others, so they may see your good works and give glory to your Father, who is heaven. You are the light of the world. I wonder what that means. What is the light that we are the light of? Does anybody know what the light is? Jesus. Jesus. And so Jesus is shining through you. Kind of like driving at night, all right? If you ever drive at night, the the older you get, the more light you need, all right? It's odd. Sometimes when Sherry and I go home, we like to go home uh, out Deep Creek to 173 and then around over to Silverwood, all right? You guys with me? You know how I'm, I'm going to come out at the scales? That is such a cool road, and it's a driver's road, and sometimes you get on it, and there's actually nobody else on it, so you can drive fast on that road, and it's super cool, but I've realized that about the time most males, and females a little bit later perhaps, but most males, about 55 to 60, start to develop what's called night blindness, and night blindness is a natural occurrence. It's not a defect that you have. The older you get, the more buildup you have on your eyeballs, and the less light they take in at night, and I really like that road up to sundown. And after sundown I can't seem to get enough light to drive it. The older that you get, the more light you need. And and I can tell there's a lot of old people driving that road because there's brights on all. It's like turn your brights off, okay? It doesn't help. All right? It doesn't help if you can see and I'm blind, all right? Cuz we're crashing anyway. All right? The older you get, the more light you need. And you are the light of the world. People see how we're going. Did you ever get on the freeway and It's about sundown and somebody's driving along with their lights off and they should have their lights on. All right? And and you're like waving at them, flashing your lights. It's like waving at them, hey, turn your lights on. You're gonna get a ticket, you're gonna wreck into somebody. They can't tell they don't have their lights on because of the illumination of others. All right, everybody else has got their light on. Maybe there's some some uh, lights on the side of the road and everybody else has got their lights on and they really can't tell that they have their lights on. Why can't they tell they, have, they don't have their lights on? Because they're using your light. <laughs> Maybe their lights don't work. Sherry and I encountered somebody coming up the other day that um, obvious, <laughs> they, they didn't not only have no license plates and no muffler and uh, barely part of a windshield, but they didn't <laughs> also have any taillights or headlights. But they were making it because they were staying close to people with lights, right? Your light was illuminating their path. And it's the same when you're the light of the world. Jesus shining through you is helping others see how to go. So how does that look? All right, it's, I want you to understand that sharing that light is not the responsibility of the church, all right? It's not the church's responsibility to do good works. It's our responsibility If we choose it to go through the church, that's great. But the ministry of the church is to share the gospel. All right, your responsibility is to let your light shine. All right, letting your light shine in certain ways is going to help illuminate every single person that's driving around you with their lights off. I looked at these groups as shared, and every one of them, I, I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to this week in my study connect each one of these groups to a biblical principle that proves this is correct. All right, I won't go into this this week. Come back in two weeks, and we'll go into all this. All right, because I have a, I'm on a clock today, all right? <laughs> However, as we look at the, 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 the people that were served and the way that they were served, it's letting our light shine. Even if it was internal to each other, I, that's biblically based that we care for one another. As the children went out and cared for the temple, that's biblical based that they are learning at a young age to care for this place and to have an ownership in this that it will it'll become endeared in their hearts. We went across the street to our neighbors. You know, what? It, it's like it's important that we just don't reach so Judea and the rest of the world but we come to Jerusalem and, and Samaria well you know what I mean what am I saying it's important that we just go to the other side of our parking lot all right that's biblical as the veterans go and minister to others like them is that a closed group it really isn't because they have ministered to me and I'm not a veteran All right, and yet these dear people have been some of the dearest people to me at my time at this church and taking care of me. And not only that, but they reach out into communities that are veterans that don't know Jesus. It's them taking the gospel. and, And do they go in with their Bible stumping? All right, of course not. They go in ministering to veterans, but their light shines. And their light shines so that your good works are elevated. Uh... You, you light, put the light on a, on a stand, and it illuminates the whole house. You know, um, I live in DeVore, just down the hill. And sometimes our power is, well, Edison isn't sure if we need it or not sometimes, some seasons. And so so I have a generator, or, because everyone that lives there has a generator, or uh, you have thawed meat. It's just part of it, and especially in the summertime and fire season. But when we're on generator, I have the whole setup, all right? The generator is, is perfectly set up on the patio, and I have three cords that are braided together, and I run them through the doggy door so it looks like I know what I'm doing, all right, so you don't have the doors chunked open. But when we're on generator, we have maybe a couple of lights. Because right, we've got to watch the TV, and I need internet, all right? so that's important, and I don't want the freezer or the deep freezer the refrigerator to go, so we have to take it easy on lights. And when we're on lights, it, it applies to this perfectly, we take the biggest lamp, and we put it up on the table, all right, and we turn it on. And it illuminates the whole part of the house, and, and we kind of make it around. It's odd, though, because when I go out into my neighborhood, not everybody has caught on and bought a generator yet. And my house is illuminated on my block. Even though my neighbors aren't that close to us, I can see that I got lights in my house. (laughs) And all of them are sitting on a candle. All right? You put that lampstand out and everyone in the house sees it. You don't know when you do good works in the name of Jesus to let your light shine, you don't know how many people are actually seeing that. It's not just folks in your home. Of course, we want to minister to folks in our home, and that's important, but people are seeing light. They can't help but see it, all right? They can't help. If we, if we walk into, um, we, we were at the drive-in Friday night, Friday night, and it was dark, which is unusual at the drive-in because it's usually too light that you can't see the movie. I can't see it and I can't hear it because I'm old and I'm deaf, all right? But it was good, and the light shined, but when you got away from it, it was so dark, and I had to go to the bathroom, and you know it's like this, right? And, and I'm stepping, and it was so dark until you got into the light. And then the darkness was gone. The light scares the darkness away. Jesus in us scares that darkness away. Where there is a presence of light, there is no darkness. Even if you go around the corner, all right? The light's shining over here, and I go around the corner... What's happening over here? It's still lit. Even if I go around that corner, how far in your head? If there's a big lamp on in your house, you've got to go in the bathroom and close the door, right? You've got to find a closet to go into. I don't don't know about some of your houses, but my house is kind of central. All right, if I put that lamp on a lampstand in the middle of the house, I can find my way around pretty much every bedroom that I have a door open on. The light just kind of penetrates and goes out, right? And that's the light that we shine. Why do we do good works? To shine that light. All right, We're not requested to do good works by Jesus. We're commanded. Let your light shine before men. Light penetrates and it does good work. Let's read it one more time together. You are the light of the world. You are. New Hope Community Church. But not just you as a church. You as individuals. Right, Because you might be uprooted and transplanted somewhere else. You're still light. It's not the church's ministry to do that. It's yours. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, nor can people light a lamp and put it on a lampstand, but it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is heaven. It's interesting that in Ephesians... Take your Bibles and turn to Ephesians 2. Paul tells us in Ephesians 2, and this is your own doing, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that's not of your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works that anyone should boast. So, what do we see here about good works? It's not getting you saved. We do the good works because we are saved. All right. Paul goes into a great dissertation about if you, you ask me if I do good works because I'm saved, because I'm righteous, or am I righteous because I do good works? It's a great debate, but the truth is, is that nothing you can do except faith in Christ Jesus brings you salvation. However, not as a result of works, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. We're created to do these things. So we, we celebrate it once a year with love works. And I'm particularly proud of Sandy for coordinating all these great events. However, it's pretty easy, really, because Christians want to do good works. We're designed to do good works. If we're not doing things that benefit others, we're not fulfilling our purpose. However, there's a little bit more to it than that. Finish the verse with me. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand. None of the things that we've just talked about from the kids weeding, to the veterans doing what they do, to everybody else doing everything that we saw today, none of that was not designed by God. He understood that we would have a desire to do good work, so he charted it and plotted it ahead of time to make sure we could get it done. We don't have to have fear about going out. It's already ordained by God. When it comes to doing good works, we have a messenger that's gone ahead of us who is prepared that way, and that is in Jesus Christ. He's the one that accomplished our ultimate good work. He's the one that laid down his life on the cross so that we could do all the rest of the stuff. I mean, really, what we do benefits that, but it doesn't, it doesn't certainly overstate that. The message of the cross is foolishness to those that are perishing. But to those of us that are being saved, it is the very power of God. The message, why do we do stuff like this? I mean, there's all kinds of, of groups in this world that do good stuff, right? And they're not believers in Jesus Christ. Why do we do this? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, when we do good things like this, it quiets the mouth of those that are, spe- that are skeptical of the church. All right, when churches and people within a church do good works, it quiets those who are critical of Christians. Right, because Christians catch a lot of grief every day for centuries, right? But when we minister to the widows and care for the orphans and give to the poor and care for things that regular other people do too, then that quiets their mouths. The second thing is, and most importantly probably, is it brings glory to God. It shows, because I've got to tell you the truth. Before I was saved, I couldn't care less about any of this. Right? Yes. What did we care about? My own selfish stuff. That's right. That's all I cared about before I got saved. I could care less if the church got weeded. I could care less. I could care less if any kids came to VBS. I really couldn't care less if anybody heard the gospel. All right. In fact, the change in all of us that we do this because did anybody get paid for love works this year? <laughs> anybody collect cash? All right. Because if you confess up, if you collected cash, we need to know. Nobody got paid to do any of this? Is there anybody in here that has regrets about having done this effort? You you wouldn't do it again. You wouldn't. I have no regrets about it. To tell you the truth, when when my men's group went across the street, across the parking lot... um, there was 16 units, and, and, and that particular day I had people come to my study and tie me up, and all my people went and did it without me. And by the time I got free to go, they were walking back. And my regret was, let's go back and do it again, because I missed seeing the faces and seeing the people. And so I have testimony only of what they brought back to me, and they were rejoicing. They were so happy and so glad that they had done that. That brings glory to God. And our ministry on earth as we walk day by day by day is to be intentional to serve each other, to serve one another, and to serve Christ in all that we do. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for this service today that we can, can just appreciate each other that we can worship you not just in words but in deeds also lord help us to know what's next for us to do as we serve you lord present the way in your light that we will see how we minister to this church to each other in it to our community and all that we do in christ jesus name